Hello and welcome back to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. This is episode 53, and I'm your host, Jeremy Jones, and with me today is my older brother, Jonathan. Jonathan, welcome back to the show. Quack, quack, everybody. Welcome back to Inside Quotes. And Jeremy, is it sweater weather? Uh, it is sweater weather, actually. Um, for noticing, I'm actually representing Inside Quotes right now, and those for our audio listeners, which is all of you, um, <laughs> you guys can't see that I'm wearing the new special edition inside quotes vhs tape sweatshirt crew neck made by bryce bridgman and if you don't know who that is uh that is actually the guest of today's show because it is officially spoopy season and who else but the expert of all things spoopy but bryce bridgman to be on the show bryce welcome back to the show yo yo you yo what is good, my mystery solvers? It is your ghost host with the most. <laughs> oh, Bryce, it's it's been a year, and we've already missed it. We've needed this. We need to have you on more than just Halloween. It's been too long. <laughs> well, I'll be more than happy. I'll I'll be I'll feel free to haunt you guys at any time of the year, whenever you want me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yes, it is October, and Bryce, you were the one in my life that likes Halloween more than anybody. I don't, I don't think. I've met anybody that appreciates that holiday more than you. So that might be a lot of pressure on you, but I say you're an expert. You know what? When it comes to Halloween, there's no stress whatsoever. Uh, I'm just in my I'm in my element right now, man. I feel great. Uh, everything pumpkin flavored, I eat it right up. The skeletons in your local Target, I buy those. <laughs> you know, that pumpkin shaped pizza that Poppy Murphy has, it doesn't even taste that good. I'll still have it anyways. <laughs> that is the holiday spirit. What's that, Farmer Brown down the street? Got some overpriced pumpkins, $25. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Oh, yeah. Get the family <laughs> truckster and then go to Wally World. Get a Super Mario costume for my son. <laughs> well, Bryce, why don't you give the, the audience a uh, an update on how your life has gone the past year? Uh, let's see. Uh, we, we all have a burning question, actually. Um Last year, uh, when you were on the show, you said that you were going to dress up as a hot dog for Halloween. Uh, did you do that? Yes, I made good on my promise. I dressed oh, up good. as a beautiful, delicious, <sighs> relished hot dog, complete Ooh. with sunglasses to really put together the ensemble. And I dazzled everybody at that Halloween kickback that I went to. All seven of them. Wow. You're telling me. that That is such a great art to close because I, I was very worried about that and i'm sure all the listeners at home were worried about if you were the hot dog wiener or not well uh, oh yeah i was the uh i was the weeniest halloweenie that could ever be seen <laughs> but yeah this was a pretty big year for you though other than halloween oh yeah i graduated from school uh i got my own website i started doing some freelance work and you know just uh applying to all the companies that i can hoping to make my big break someday soon big break and yeah once you get that big break, we'll be able to say that we got exclusive artwork from the Bryce Bridgman. Yeah, right before I abandon you. Right before I abandon you for my new cool Hollywood friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're taking us with you. I probably will, yes. To those listening, um, it is our main goal in life as Inside Quotes hosts to eventually, I guess we'll always be have the podcast, but eventually we would like to have a kids animated TV show or movie with the Bryce Bridgman. 
as the animator. Ooh. Well, I better brush up or, or, or stylus <laughs> up or, or whatever I need to use it in order to make that happen. But yeah, um, you updated our artwork in the past couple of weeks. Uh, well, you're in the process of updating our artwork, but you've updated our profile picture at least. Yeah, so. no, I, I, I leveled up. I remember I finished making that new profile pic and I looked at it and I was like, I made that little yeah. old thing. That was really good. I was very surprised. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't surprised, I was... obviously. But... <laughs> yeah. Well, I was surprised that a peasant like you could make something like that, wow. Bryce. Can't believe you're wow. artistic. Wow. Oh, Bryce, by the way, completely random. Um, So, you know, you did the uh, artwork for Jesse's podcast, the Secret Language podcast. You remember that? Yeah, it was, yeah I liked that one. It was a fun one. <laughs> um, So we were just on their show last week. Uh, and I shared the artwork or like the, the Spotify thing onto my Instagram story. And I had a friend swipe up and comment and say that she loved that artwork a lot. So there's a compliment for you, I guess. Oh, thank not you. Yeah, thank you. We're not the only podcast that you do. So <laughs> that was, a, that was, a, that was the confidence booster I needed. That's going to carry me through the rest of this evening. <laughs> Well, good. You have all the confidence yeah. in the world anyways. Yeah. Uh, to Jeremy's friend, thank you for liking my art so much. Yeah, and if you want to hear us talk about movies for a change, you could listen to our episode on the Secret Language Podcast. Because that's what we did. We just talked about more movies. Essentially. Our favorite movies, our <laughs> least favorite movies, the objective best movies, the ones that made us cry, made us laugh, and made us barf. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and check that out. He's got a pretty cool pod. Well, uh, we are starting a new franchise, which has a sequel, but this is the first of the movie. Um, and what When you think of Halloween, what do you think of when it comes to Halloween movies? Because I don't really think of this as a Halloween movie, but I get the vibe of Halloween from it. You know what I'm saying? I think of, I think of movies like, like the ones we covered last year, Casper, Monster House, Hocus Pocus. It's one that we didn't really grow up with, but I always think of that one because everyone's like obsessed with that movie. Yeah. Um, Halloween Town. Ernest. Ernest Scared Straight. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Scared Stupid. Uh, Got to correct scared you Scared Stupid. That. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but the movie we're, we're covering today came out. It's like a summer blockbuster. So that's probably why it doesn't seem like a, like yeah. a Halloween movie. So I remember it like yesterday, June 2002, and finally, we're waiting for Scooby-Doo, the movie. Live action. Amazing. This is like one of the first live action movies, like recreations, that I could remember. And I remember being so excited. Like, how could they do that? Like, not like appalled <laughs> like I am today when it comes to that. Like, now when I see Lion King, I'm like, how could they do that? <laughs> But this was back then, so you like you you clutched your pearl necklace and you took out your fan and you and you fanned your face and you're like, oh, how could they do that? Yeah, no, I I, I genuinely believe that they took the actors and put them in another dimension. Like these are the cartoons; they're just adults, kind of like in Fat Albert, the movie. <laughs> oh man, yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought, um, and I believe it because these are this is a very well casted. Uh, live action remake 
Yeah, the characters aren't just flat anymore. They have uh, personalities, and they're played by uh, what I would consider to be a very solid cast. It, it's interesting because this movie, I think, had the potential to be really dumb, but every cast member in this film, you can tell, was like giving it their A game. Uh, like yeah. Matthew, Matthew Lillard, especially as Shaggy. Uh, oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, the dude. Uh, it was he was just basically like seeing a real life Shaggy, and, and it's <laughs> ironic because uh, he went on to voice the character for the past like eleven years. He's still voicing Shaggy at the time of this recording. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? We got a uh, we got Daphne, aka Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yep. Yeah, who uh, I I don't did, I, Robert may or may not have had a crush on her. I don't know. <laughs> you had uh, Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. Her husband, who was also with her in I Know What You Did Last Summer, and uh, I was gonna say he had a crush on her too. Yeah, <laughs> but he made good. On Wait, her. they were actually he, married. Uh, I, I don't I don't know if they were married at the time of the movie, but like I I mean they're married now. That's what you that's what you're asking me about. That yeah, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, they dated and got married shortly after this movie, I'm pretty sure. That's pretty yeah. cool. Freddie and Daphne, the romance that you see when they're looking at each other and they're believing in each other and the power of friendship, that's actually like real life because uh, he put a ring on it. He liked it that much. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Linda... I'm going to pronounce this terribly. I think, I'm think i pretty sure it's Linda, Linda Cardellini. Cardellini. Linda, Car- Linda Cardellini. Cardellini. She's, uh, <laughs> Tortellini! <laughs> uh, playing Velma. Um not much uh i will say in regards to like spooky live action stuff but you might know her as wendy in gravity falls oh really Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's like a really notable one i know her from uh freaks and geeks the tv show from the 90s wait she played velma in this movie so was she a freak or was she a geek Uh, i think she was part of the freaks but she wasn't really a freak uh and I'm looking at this cast thing, and I'm the, the the casting list, and I'm seeing that Isla Fisher was in this as Mary Jane. I did not notice that until just now. I just thought it was like, some other actor. Wow. Like that is my favorite name because she's like she's <laughs> redheaded in every movie I've ever seen her in. Yeah, and she, she's like curly blonde hair. What? Yeah, she dyed her hair because she didn't want uh, the kids watching to think she's Daphne. That's why didn't she just play Daphne? She actually looks more <laughs> like Daphne. <laughs> because, dude, because you got Buffy the Vampire Slayer playing It's true, Daphne. it's true. I have no yeah. complaints, no complaints, no complaints. Except in this film, all she does is slay a luchador, but close enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another big surprise was seeing Rowan Atkinson in this. Yes, yeah. Mr. Bean. Is... That, really. <laughs> wow. I always, like, forget that he's in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Which is pretty bad. I'm such a I'm such a big fan of Rowan Atkinson, but I just yeah, like, he... I always forget that he's in this. Maybe because he gets overshadowed by a a bigger or maybe a smaller villain at the end. Maybe yeah, <laughs> one yeah. might say. <laughs> I also uh, love that um, there are five people cast as Sugar Ray. Right after all of them, <laughs> could, could it be Sugar Ray themselves? <laughs> Sugar in the Rays. Yeah. On Zombie Island. Not Zombie Island. Spooky Island. Yeah. Spooky Island. Okay, you know, you say that, but, like, jokes aside, this movie took a lot from Zombie Island. Like, the premise mm-hmm. is really similar. Right down to 
like you know they get invited to an island and then uh they discover that the the monsters are real ghosts are real demons are real the dog dies Ooh, like that kind of thing <laughs> and uh uh, initially, the host seems like a nice person, but later it turns out to be evil. They want to steal your soul, and there's even like a pepper eating scene. It's like, yeah, it's like, did you guys just? Uh, I don't know. Zombie Island's a great film. All the listeners listening, w- watch that too. It's an all-time certified hood classic. Check that one out. Certified hood classic. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, if you have if you have the desire to watch this film or any other Scooby Doo content, uh. It is now on HBO Max, so if you have that, watch it. Oh, I did not know that. I would have thought it'd be on that like Boomerang app or something. It is probably also on Boomerang. I knew at least this movie is on HBO Max. I I think you can find What's New Scooby-Doo and Mystery Incorporated on Netflix right now. Who, Uh, What's New Scooby-Doo? They're coming coming after you! you. Uh, I'm also going to give my recommendation to Mystery Incorporated. Uh, honestly, a little clumsy, but really good series. It's got like an overarching narrative. It's like darker. They're like the characters have personalities, you know, so on and so forth. Definitely give it a shot if you ever want to get into Scooby Doo media. Hmm. I, I'd agree. I actually watched that like as an adult. Like I watched the series. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Uh, they have everything. They have all Scooby Doo things on HBO Max. Do they have Melvin Doo? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of this movie. Melvin Doo is my favorite character. That's my favorite stupid joke in like the whole film. Was it's like, don't you mean Melvin? He's like, you sure you don't mean Melvin Doo? And the camera pans over and Melvin's standing there like slack jawed, it's like zombified. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that guy. We all love that guy. Uh I will say I have a, I have very strong opinions on the on the Scoobert Dubert franchise as a whole because if you guys want to talk about staples, Scooby Doo is one of the stapliest staples yes. in all of this guy's life. I gotta say right now. I mean, when I was four years old, you plant me in front of a television, Scooby Doo is on, and I will shut up for the next three hours as long as it's playing. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like back then. It was. Uh, I mean, I I just have I have a long storied history with scooby-doo you know he was with me in the trenches you know omaha like we were, <laughs> we were together. uh no but uh it was it was like scooby-doo and blues clues for me when i was a kid it was always that for some reason i really liked shows that featured dogs and mysteries yeah oh then we gotta get your we gotta get your opinion on current events what do you think about this video of steve that's come back addressing his his fans from years later I did see that, and uh, I have seen people memeing it in both directions, a lot of people appreciating it, and a lot of people being like, oh yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. Uh, No, me me personally, I watch (laughs) it, and I'm like, oh man, you got me right here, right in my heart. If you were born after 1997, that video was not made for you! (laughs) It was made for us pre-Zoomers, us millennial types. I barely qualify, but I still identify millennial, my friends. Oh, dude, I I definitely identify as a as a Z. You're a Zoomer. I think so. Wait, Jeremy, are you younger than I am? I'm 24. Oh, I'm oh I'm 24 too, but I'm almost 25. That was 97 June. Oh well, I'm actually yeah a little over a week. I'm going to be 25. Oh man, where did the okay. time go? What am I doing? I know where it went. 
you were watching Scooby-Doo and the time just passed. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, you know, you joke, but uh, I have kind of a depressing story about Scooby-Doo. Uh, yeah, what a way to start this sentence. But, Can't uh, wait I to hear say, it. Let's go. Um, <laughs> at, when, when I was still uh, at Ringling, when I was still in college, and I was uh, this was before we had to like leave campus on account of like the, the shutdown and everything, because uh, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but we had a little bit of a blight upon us, and it's still happening to this day. Uh, when that was occurring, uh, actually just loans. a little bit before, yeah, <laughs> ooh, that's one of the many. I, I will say, just before that, when I was actually like living with other people and socializing, as you know, as much as this guy socializes, um, <laughs> one of my one of my uh, sweet mates, uh, I, she had like a few grievances with us, but one of the reasons that she left was because. Uh, and, and I got this like secondhand from another one of our sweet mates, but apparently she said, I watched too much Scooby-Doo. And that's oh. why she... <laughs> and So one of the reasons uh, that she left was because I was watching too much Scooby-Doo, but it was October. I watched, I look, I sit down, I watch the terrible direct-to-video Scooby-Doo movies. It's what you I do. You can't get mad at me for watching too much Scooby-Doo during the month of spoops. Come on. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, come on. He meets the Boo brothers. They go to ghoul school. You know, you can't get mad at me for that. It's October. You know what? That just shows if you can't handle me at my uh, scoobiest, you don't deserve me at my dewiest. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yep, that's a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, but I guess the point I'm trying to get to is, uh, yeah, it's been like, if, if I could like wrap this all neatly in a nice little oversized burrito that Shaggy would surely make, it's that Scooby-Doo has been like, part of my life for two decades and i take a bullet for that great dane that's all i'll say oh, okay so jeremy i remember i don't remember if it was your birthday or not but you got a like a vhs tape of like old scooby-doo episodes. yes that's my first and we watched that a ton that was my first experience with scooby-doo i think the the show from the 60s really scared me um the original uh, one the original ones um Especially the one with the underwater ghost with the with the oh, scuba Captain suit. Cutler. Yeah, Captain Cutler. Yeah, yeah, Captain Cutler. That one freaked me out. Do, have you guys have you seen the one with um uh the space kook, like the skeleton in the in the astronaut costume? That one scared the living daylights out of me when I was a kid. That that guy <laughs> that is such an iconic villain and I love him, but oh my gosh, I had to I had to run and hide when I was but a wee baba watching the show <laughs> I, I don't think i've seen that no. one in fact i've probably i'm probably just very familiar with like the first four episodes of the show or something like that <laughs> that's fair that we had on the same tape that we just watched a lot but i i was of course i was like i was familiar with scooby-doo before we had that um i remember when we got that tape we also like got a back um like a box of Scooby snacks. Yeah. Like the grand. Yes. Yes. Those? <laughs> oh man. And so I, I just remember eating those like graham crackers, Scooby snacks and watching dude. Scooby also, Doo, and it was great. Remember the Scooby fruit snacks with Scooby Doo, the like cloudy blue fruit snack. Yes, dude. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> mm. yeah. Oh yeah. We weren't allowed to have those because of the food coloring, but you best believe I traded for those every time at lunch oh yeah dude those were those were scrumptious they were delicious and nutritious are you kidding yeah 
Yeah. Uh, you can I recently, have my Gogurt any day for that. I recently went over to uh, a friend's house uh, like a few weeks ago because uh, we were like doing a horror movie thon and 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 I'll, oh they spoiled me rotten we had so many spooky snacks we had like we had those classic like halloween themed oreos they made uh homemade ecto cooler oh yeah and, and and they had these the, they had the scooby-doo graham crackers and i ate so much of that stuff i thought i was gonna die <laughs> it's, they're so good aren't they aren't they like cinnamon too yes dude okay yeah, yeah. A cinnamon graham crackers are better than honey graham crackers. And you don't even talk about chocolate ones, but, you know. Mm. Um, but why is the main one honey graham? I don't know. I like, I like some chocolate Teddy Grahams. They're good. Okay, we're talking Teddy Grahams as a whole different thing. Okay. Yeah, but Teddy Grahams is a different beast. Cinnamon, That's not fair. <laughs> cinnamon is the best graham cracker. Sorry. Sorry if I yeah. offended anybody out there, but I, I, I will throw three boxes of honey graham crackers away to have one cinnamon graham cracker i thought you were about to say sorry if i offended one anybody fourth. but i i will throw three hands with anybody who, i will throw three hands yeah all three of them i have an extra hand growing out of my forearm <laughs> i will oh, throw man. them if you say that i'm wrong about cinnamon graham crackers <laughs> jeremy uh we also need to i think we should talk about the scooby underwear oh no i should be wearing that right now those are legendary i didn't even think about that in the jones household yes so the fabled scooby underwear <laughs> yes i'll have to get them in our family <laughs> our father calls these infamous pair of underwear uh the scooby skibbies <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> they're very uh, should... large um our father was gifted these one time as a gag gift um and he was just like do you want these and i was like no but sure maybe i asked for it i don't know it says scooby-doo where are you and it's got shaggy and scooby printed all over them that's about I'm a it bit jealous i'm a little bit jealous actually i should uh... uh i will be wearing them right now over my legs the scooby skivvies i gotta say man your fit's looking pretty thanks fresh. thank you yeah um uh, and just so just so everyone knows, these are legit like twenty years old. Yeah. Like we got these in the nineties. <laughs> and Jeremy still has them. Yes. <laughs> I mean I don't ever wear them. It's just a fun fun joke. You can't throw them away. No, I won't ever. We also had we I guess we had a lot of Scooby Doo merchandise back in the day. Another thing. Now I'm unaware if this came into the same gift bag or not. Um but uh we have a Scooby Doo mug that I've had since like kindergarten that I still drink my coffee out of frequently. Um Is that what you drank your coffee out of in kindergarten? Yes. <laughs> but right now I will be drinking my LaCroix out of in the spirit of Scoobs. The last thing kindergartners need is caffeine. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, that and I did remember uh, we never like got new Valentines. I think we would get new Valentines <laughs> cards every like two or three years maybe. And we just reuse them. Um, and we, we had a good like 
couple years that we had Scooby Doo uh, foldable Valentines with like the strawberry heart pops. Mm. Mm. Those were good. I gotta say, um, if if uh, if somebody approached me with a, a Scooby Doo Valentine, uh, I think I'd have no choice but to fall in love with them. <laughs> right there on the spot my heart would like beat three feet out in front of my chest like you see in those cartoons mm-hmm. yeah and then and then on my, and then steam would come out of my ears and i'd go and you oh, go yeah. <laughs> what yeah <laughs> we both we both knew that was weird we both knew what we were gonna say there yeah <laughs> i got clown vibes from the villain of the at the beginning the ghost the oh, floating the ghost, ghost jester thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah the luna ghost yeah uh that was probably one of the scariest opening scenes of my opening whole really good yeah i i think it was i remember that oh, uh, yeah. being kind of scary he has such a good design i really wish he was in the cartoons like that's a great villain only using him in the yeah. opening was a crime what was his name the luna ghost no what was the actual guy's name oh uh, uh it was uh it was old man smithers old man smithers oh yes the classic iconic smithers him not the one i would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids (laughs) he only did Uh, it because pamela anderson turned him down for a date yeah that was a weird part of the the (laughs) beginning let's talk about that yeah strange early 2000s cameos in movies sugar ray pamela anderson (laughs) <laughs> yeah, why was she driving it? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, all of a sudden, someone, everybody that's in the mystery crew, uh, mystery Inc., um, wasn't was like on screen, and you, and then all of a sudden, the mystery machine just comes piling in, and you're like, I was just like, who the heck is driving that? Yeah, and then I did not expect Pamela Anderson to hop out. That was weird. That was a weird part. Let's see. I, oh, yeah. I guess it was. They were in like a factory, like where they were making Pamela Anderson Barbie dolls. Like that's where they were at. Like oh, you see what? in the back. Like, that's that what, what you was... see in the background. Oh my dude, God. I was not that observant this this time through. That that makes so much sense if that's what's actually happening. But it, it makes okay. Yeah, it's all coming together now. I mean, he he was clearly scorned. He was furious with her. I mean, come on, who does she think she is? He's a lover boy of George Clooney and proportions. Proportions. <laughs> <laughs> But also, um, why did she have the keys to the mystery machine? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess Anyways. we'll never know. Yeah, and they had like they had like fans, they had groupies. I'm like, I don't think the Scooby Gang was as popular in like the actual show. I'm pretty sure the original was just about a bunch of like late high schoolers dodging the Vietnam <laughs> draft and going across the country solving mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's that's why they kind of got tired of each other. So they became adults. That becomes like that. That yeah. that part is so abrupt. Just out of nowhere, they're all sick of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then two years pass. So yeah, I guess they they just did that you know, to like age them up a little bit, have that kind of time lapse because obviously mm-hmm. Freddie Prince Jr. does not look like he's like a sixteen year old teenager driving around yeah. in a van. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking about the cast though. But it wasn't until years later. Like, do you know who wrote this movie? Oh, uh, James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn, who wrote and directed Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> he he uh, cut his teeth on Scooby-Doo 1 and 2. So yes, he I did. thought that was an interesting fact. 
you know what? I forgot to I forgot to bring this up. Um, the gang, the gang, like disbanding, getting like their own jobs, and then reuniting to solve a new mystery. That happens in Zombie Island. It's like again, <laughs> that's Zombie well, Island. This is a remake, technically. It almost is a reboot. Yeah. So I feel like for me, I like Zombie Island was a big like resurgence of Scooby Doo. Like as oh, yeah. a kid, it was like a huge thing when that came out. Yeah. It, it, oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. revitalized the franchise. Mm-hmm. I, I will say because like they they like outsource the animation to like this Japanese studio, so that's why the film looks incredible. And like the monsters <laughs> being real was a huge. I mean, like real, real. Not like mm-hmm. not like fun little ghosties. Like actual, like living dead coming out of the ground. Terror time again. Like actual zombies. <laughs> Oh, we had we had um, we had that tape of some old episodes, but we also had Alien Invaders. That was one yeah. That yes, I love on. that one. That was a that's, good one. Yeah, it's that's that one is uh so groovy. Says Groovy Bridge himself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you got me there. You got me in a box. What can I say? One one of the things that I've always known about this movie, even like when I was younger, was that apparently it was like shot to be a lot more edgier than it actually is. Like this was, and you can tell edgy? by some, you can tell by some of the jokes in the movie, but like, oh like, yeah, like this was a PG 13 movie and they edited it down to a PG. Oh yeah. They, <laughs> they, like, they were uh, trying they did, to like... go like for the, like the Brady Bunch parody movies that it's like more of a parody and uh, like poking fun out of it. Yeah. Of it, yeah. You know, sort of thing. Which is why this whole thing is, it's kind of like tonally confusing because yeah. of that. And there's, there's a rumor going around that it was originally supposed to be rated R uh, it was it, it was like really briefly, but that's because uh, according to James Gunn, the MPAA misinterpreted a joke very badly, and it quickly got swapped to PG thirteen. They then had a test screening in Sacramento. Uh, three moms got really upset about it, and <laughs> they dumped it down again so that like the kids would be able to enjoy it better. So then it got its PG rating. Yeah, I mean that's the right move. Like that's what you got to do for Scooby Doo. Like it's for everybody. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been a part of our childhood. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like a novelty yeah. thing. Like, oh, remember when they did that really edgy one? That you know, whatever. But oh, I remember. I, I had a friend that was like really into like Scooby Doo and stuff. <laughs> and was he it like, me? He, no, it wasn't you. Unfortunately, <laughs> he sent me like one of the early scripts for this movie, and like I didn't read the whole thing, but I read through some of it, and I was like, I was, I was very interested to see like the original, some of the early drafts of the movie. It was kind of oh, interesting, dude. This movie, if oh my gosh, like a million things got cut out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it was originally going to be so different. Uh, you can actually like find uh, a ton of deleted scenes. You can just like oh, you can yeah, find them yeah. like really easy. You can look them up on YouTube, and and some of it is like, yeah, I can see why they wouldn't want small children to see that. <laughs> uh, I love how subtly they made like the weed references with Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> with uh, the smoke coming out of the van. <laughs> oh man. Talk about toasted. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't especially like, after that uh, on the plane. Uh, of course, his love interest in this movie is gonna be named Mary Jane. Mary Jane. I'm Mary Jane. Like that is my favorite name. Really? Yeah. If you want to talk about like this is this one's like a crime that it got cut out. But uh, another thing you can find on YouTube was this film was originally going to have an animated intro with this the, like the theme song playing and everything. You can find yeah. it, and it looks 
fantastic and they got rid of it and, and and at the very end of the intro it shows the luna ghost flying in and grabbing daphne and they all like look over the hill and see the factory and then it goes to the factory at the beginning of the film it's like oh. why did they cut that like transitions to live action yeah yeah that's cool like perfectly transition like it transitions into live action scene and then like it goes into the factory and it's like why did they get rid of that I like that. Yeah. yeah it's a yeah. short movie. Like, I don't know why they needed to cut it, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that of all things. I gotta say, if I was, like, one of those animators who worked, clearly worked really hard on that section just to find out it got cut, I would have been furious. Ew. What? Uh, so, usually there's some bad taglines in the early 2000s movies. Always. This was pretty bad. It says... Do happens June fourteenth. <laughs> That's awful. And it also says be afraid, be kind of afraid. Uh, boo! Oh boy! Do do <laughs> yeah. Well, Bryce, I know you were practicing before before we were recording. Um, do you know who directed this movie? I did do a little bit of research. Yes, it was um. Yeah, I, I can now pronounce it correctly. It was Raja Gosnell. You might remember him from uh, Home Alone 3. I do remember him from that. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. That is a, a favorite of mine. Yeah, he did <laughs> I don't remember one. him from that, but I remember that movie. And of course, uh, he did Scooby-Doo 2, obviously. Uh, let's see Let's see what else he did. Now I got a Wikipedia. Yo, he did Big Mama's House. Big, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, the Smurfs. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't really watch those, but he did those. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Wait, did he? Wait, did he really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! How did my eyes look at his filmography and then completely gloss over Beverly Hills Chihuahua? I don't know how I pulled that <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, when people have any like complaints or anything to like level towards this film, it always gets directed at James Gunn, and he didn't even direct <laughs> the film. He was just a screenwriter. It's like go easy on the guy. Uh, I will say uh, the we'll get into it in a bit, but uh, he would go on to feel a little bad about who he decided to make the villain of this film. Uh, I think some he had an encounter with some child fans who were a little bit upset about it. We'll get to that. Mm. In a, we'll get to that though. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, but yeah, like Matthew Lillard, he is Shaggy. Like he's. He's the perfect casting. We we already kind of touched on some of that before, but yeah, I mean, again, he's like he he is Shaggy to this very day. Like you yeah. can tell, he he <laughs> loves playing the character, um, and he improved his performance after being threatened by Scooby and Shaggy themselves in Looney Tunes back in action. If you guys saw that <laughs> oh, scene, yeah, yeah, there's like a they're like sitting together in a restaurant, and Shaggy's yelling mm-hmm. at him for making him sound like a total space cadet man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yeah. That was when uh, that was when Casey wow. Kasem was still playing cartoon Shaggy. I I do know that Matthew Lillard he did get snubbed when they made this new Scoob movie. Yeah, like they replaced yeah. all the yeah. actors and got like Zac Efron and a bunch of people to be in it. And it was like, oh my dumb. gosh, stop it with the dude! I, I gotta <laughs> say the if you I don't know if you saw this, but the Mario movie casting choices is oh, where. Yeah a lot of people finally put their foot down and drew a line in the sand. And it's like, stop 
casting celebrities as voice actors. Cast <laughs> the voice actors who've been right. playing these characters for decades. The kids going to yeah. these films do not care about the celebrities. Like J- Jeremy, oh. do you know who they cast to play Mario? Oh yeah, Chris Pratt. <laughs> He's so ridiculous. cool. <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah, and, you, and they have—they're gonna have Charlie Day as Luigi. I'm more mad about that. <laughs> that's that's one that I'm actually kind of happy about that one. Huh? yeah. Oh, okay. I, oh, no, say say your piece. Say your piece. We'll fight it out after. I I don't know. I don't. I, I just don't picture any of them as anything. You can't picture Jack uh, Black as the king of the Koopas. I I pictured him. Wait, they cast him as Bowser, right? Yeah, he's Bowser. I picture him as somebody else <laughs> in that, but not, not even, I don't know. I picture him as Wario. <laughs> <laughs> it's just confusing. I don't know. Yeah. Well then Wario has an amazing singing voice, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Oh yeah. Oh boy. I, I, I could go on, but dude, celebrity voice, uh, like uh, in the Scoob movie, like, Will Forte, you know, he's he's like a, he's a good, he's a funny actor, you know, SNL for like a long time. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. But dude, like that, oh my gosh, it was. I think that was like the weakest Shaggy in history. <laughs> yeah, I I did not get around to seeing it. I might have to watch it. Yeah, just to cringe. It was. It's not terrible. They're trying to do like a like a boomerang, uh like cinematic universe i think boomerverse yeah exactly boomerverse (laughs) (laughs) yeah because uh, because the kids watching it won't appreciate it as much as the boomers will i do i don't know a single i I don't know a single eight-year-old who knows who captain caveman even is but that's (laughs) i I digress i digress of course bryce do you have a favorite scene in the movie I, I am pretty. I'm pretty fond of that one part where like the souls are bouncing around and they're going into different bodies. Like that that whole sequence is just yeah. like really goofy. Oh, sorry, not souls. The the protoplasm going around <laughs> into the different bodies. Yeah, that was a funny scene. Yeah, I think my favorite scene was easily the uh, at when they first get onto the island and that somebody calls the bar and they're asking for Mister Dew. And then Melvin makes his appearance, and he's like, "Melvin, dude, nah, some Scooby." <laughs> and just lures Scoob into the woods for some hamburgers. I gotta be honest with you, we can't judge hamburgers. Yeah, we can't judge Scooby too harshly. If someone called me on the phone and said they have a bag of hamburgers, and all they gotta do is go in the dark forest, I'd probably go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Jeremy, did you notice the Melvin Dew scene? The guy that like he's at, up at the bar on the phone. He's got an eye patch on. Yeah. But whenever he's he's talking to Melvin, he like lifts up the eye patch so he can see better. He's not like, like missing what? he's not missing an eye or anything. It's just like a costume like <laughs> I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah, they're on Spooky Island. <laughs> yeah it was just like this little detail that i caught i thought was funny yeah let me tell you guys something i would live on spooky island yeah yeah oh yeah you know i would would you be that guy like out on the beach like trying to like sacrifice a chicken (laughs) man i gotta start my voodoo ritual all over again (laughs) yeah because that that guy ended up uh it turns out that so he was a good guy because he was trying to like 
prevent the ritual or, or something? I'm a little confused about that one. I was confused on him. I, I literally think he was just like someone there that did not know what was going on at all. He was He's just uh, there and reacting. <laughs> he was an outside party. He wasn't affiliated with uh, Mr. Mononucleosis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, Mr. Mondo Media. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Move on over to Mondo Burger. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> we're just gonna call we're just gonna call Mister Bean for the remainder of this. I I always thought that like visually this movie looked kind of cool. I don't know, it, like it's got a weird like tone, but like visually I thought it looked cool. Except for there's just absolute garbage CGI. Of the I was monsters. about to say the Dude, Scooby did not age well at all. Yeah, they go up against the most terrifying monsters yet. Early two thousand CGI. <laughs> they definitely. Put the budget that they had into Scooby, and then everything else they were like, "Yeah, so just it's okay. stretched, just stretched it." <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but they just stretched the image instead of duplicating and moving yeah. it. Yeah, no. Wait a minute. Wait That's a minute. Animation works. I don't know how that works. Jonathan, what was your favorite scene? I I think I I always remember the scene the same as you with the uh, with the souls of the protoplasm. Because, let's face it, everyone remembers this movie because of one quote. Hey, I can look at myself naked. Oh, brother. (laughs) (laughs) When Fred and Daphne switch bodies, that was the standout quote of my fourth grade year. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's like one of them. Another one that stood out to me was when Daphne found out about their plot to take over the world. And she goes, that's so mean. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, and then finally, when they were uh, when they're looking at the like educational training video and that one guy accidentally bumps into the other one. He's like, oh, "Oh, sorry, man. And the guy responds, I will crush your bones into dust. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It made me, I, I died laughing when I saw that. I was like, dude, it's just a drink. Word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike them, I'm not hip with the modern lingo that the kids say. Uh, Maybe I could use a bit of re-education myself. (laughs) I I also really did like that scene uh, in like the, the theme park ride that's like broken down. Yes. It's like, it's like a, haunted mansion yeah. esque, I, you know set <laughs> i love watching that scene because you you see the stuff that the that mystery ink goes through while they're inside of it and you're like you know guys i, th- I think i know why they closed this place down <laughs> yeah <laughs> the in that scene whenever scooby and shaggy have their flatulence war oh, man. oh my gosh that was a little obnoxious but <laughs> i think the best part the part that i remembered is when they were hiding as like the statues and he was in the suit of armor and shaggy farted next to the torch and it like blew yeah, up yeah. i love a combustible fart i'm sorry yeah. I'm you know what for it the best sound in that movie is the echoing of the fart in the in the suit of armor <laughs> <laughs> it just you know it has that like tinny sound to it you know what i'm saying <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna. Like the I'm not TikTok gonna, fart sound. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie to myself about it. Like I, I, I look at it, and I'm just like, oh, nowadays. But when I was like, when I was the age this film was targeted towards, I was, I was like laughing and clapping my hands. I was clapping my feet. Oh, I was, was having, mm-hmm. I was having a good time. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was laughing hard at that. That was. It was fast. everything I ever wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> 
like, I will can't... say, just it was it, it like the the are you challenging me like that? that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely rolled my eyes at it this time. I was like, oh man, I gotta sit through this scene. <laughs> yeah, now now we're bitter old men watching this. It film. went on for a while. Yeah. The only reason we're bitter is because we can't do it on demand like they can. That's the only we we wouldn't stand a chance. I mean, that's true. You know, comparing it to a movie like Sea Spot Run, you know that movie did crude humor <laughs> right. Scooby did not. It it just did not hold up. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Is that good? Oh, we we love that that movie. One of the funniest movies of our entire childhood. Yeah. It's well, like the funniest right. kids movie. <clears throat> Well, okay, if you and Fifth off to check it out. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing that voice. Can I just say, um, one of my favorite aspects when I was younger about Scooby-Doo was the crazy things that the characters would eat. Uh, to this day, I oh, would, yeah. I, I desire a tower of a sandwich. I would very much like to make one and try to unhinge my jaw like a snake and swallow it whole if I can. <laughs> but the the crazy stuff that they eat is just in full force this movie. I mean, and I'm kind of curious if it's actually good. I mean, you guys want to try a big delicious banana split with the big banana, the pastrami and bubblegum flavored ice cream, and the sweet <laughs> and sour mustard sauce that goes on top? <laughs> yes. Wash it down with a big jar of hot peppers. Yeah. (laughs) And just before that, as the main course, we can have ourselves some chocolate-covered eggplant burgers. (laughs) Chocolate-covered eggplant burgers. Yeah, he's like trying to keep them all together. And it's like, come on, we we work just like this banana split. And he's just describing all the the ingredients and they're like yeah i think i'm gonna quit actually (laughs) it's like you really yeah you really put that into perspective shaggy i quit (laughs) yeah (laughs) i love the part where he says he he calls fred the big banana and fred has this look he's like well yeah all right i'll take that yeah that's that's true (laughs) hey hey watch the ascot (laughs) dude oh velma describing fred uh he was so handsome and weirdly really good at accessorizing yeah, he had great fashion sense <laughs> dude freddie prince jr hated wearing the ascot it's like dude that is like fundamental to the character you gotta have the ascot yeah they, tr- they tried getting rid of it it didn't work have you seen the like the interview clips of them like promoting this movie back in the day and it's it's got like sarah michelle geller i'll just put in the clip here offered so much more than every other cartoon it was so ahead of its time it had a story, they, they, they worked hard to figure it out, and it wasn't gender specific, it wasn't a boys cartoon or a girls cartoon or any of those things. It was a talking dog, you know what I mean? It was a talking dog, you know? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. She had a well thought out answer, mm-hmm. loving Scooby-Doo, and he just goes, well, you know, it's like a talking dog, so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> enough said it's it's ironic too i think i think pretty much everybody but matthew lillard went on to basically hate the movie like mm. well i mean well matthew lillard did at first but then like after the positive reception and starting to voice the character he warmed up to it freddie prince jr yeah. also can kind of like joke about it these days but it's like i remember one time uh th- this was apparently in like one interview someone was asking uh, sarah michelle geller uh, what movies that she wouldn't want her, her kids to see. I'm going to have to like look this up really quick uh, because like she had a choice between 
Um, I, oh, right, right here. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was asked once in an interview, like if she was to forbid her children from watching, she was given the choice. It's like, what would you rather they not see? I know what you did last summer or cruel intentions. She chose this movie. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. But she it's did such, the second one too. Yeah. It, dude, it, this, okay, look, the, the, these aren't cinematic masterpieces <laughs> by like any stretch of the imagination, but they're really fun. Like these are yeah. like, these two films are really fun. Yeah. And like I said before, like the actors were clearly like they were trying. <laughs> they're they're actually like putting effort into it. So I mean, say what you want, but I mean, I'm glad they made this movie. Jinkies. <laughs> yeah, let's that's, get jinky with it. Say. Let's get jinky with it. Mm, that is what we creatures say. <laughs> Dude, that um when i was like re-watching this film the part where all the cultists are doing that like big chance underground awakened like a part of my brain like a memory that had been locked away because that whole like macarena-esque chance i like remembered it gets stuck <laughs> in your head it's like that is what we creatures say like that <laughs> are you uh, sure you didn't get brainwashed <laughs> ever so slightly perhaps perhaps that's why you he know, wants I, to go to spooky island i i, I want to live there i do have a few commonalities with the demons of this film i too burn up when i'm exposed to the sun i'm very pale <laughs> well do you guys want a tip purple is a fall color it's the middle of may <laughs> <laughs> you see if you want to talk about someone who can accessorize someone with great fashion sense uh voodoo guy he understands. Yeah. I don't even mm -hmm. get those concepts. He understands them. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's transition into the. Uh, what is the what is your least favorite scene of this entire movie, Bryce? The burping and farting scene. <laughs> okay, I'd have to say that too. Yeah, easy answer. Oh. <laughs> now I'll take that any day over uh, Scrappy Doo flashback when he pees on Daphne. <laughs> Just straight up close up urinates on her. Yeah, it's so gross. Yeah, like like marks her territory. Mar sorry, marks his territory. You were marking yeah. your territory, and you know it. <laughs> oh. And they and they kick him out. And he's like stranded in the middle of the desert, ranting about mm -hmm. how he's just as cute as a Powerpuff Girl and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Puppy power. I was I was gonna say I feel I like used to say that all the time. Yeah. I used to like Scrappy Doo. Okay, of course. Um. This I want to touch on this for like a second because mm -hmm. uh, I'll say that Zombie Island helped to revitalize the franchise, but I think that was like the second big revitalization it had. The first one, believe it or not, actually was Scrappy Doo. The the mm -hmm. ratings were getting kind of low, and the executives were all okay. Well, we need to put in a kid appeal character. We need someone that like younger audience members can uh, relate to and watch and root for. So they like brought in Scrappy Doo, and as much as people like to hate on the character. Uh, it worked like a bunch of people started watching the show again like he in a way kind of saved the franchise all the way back in like the 70s wow yeah <laughs> uh, and and to be honest with you I, I don't know where you guys stand but i don't find the character that annoying i feel like i feel like the hate he gets is like a little overblown honestly the others are the the mystery ink besides shaggy and scooby are the annoying ones 
and it's I didn't realize how like toxic that friend group is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, this, uh, this movie definitely like blows it out of proportion, <laughs> like how they interact with one yeah. another. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, I think that's definitely what they were going for with this one. They were trying to like, you know, break people's expectations or whatnot. But, you know, that's why they have them break up at the beginning and and that sort of thing, and yeah. trying to do a new twist on it. And then, yeah, I think from what I remember, it's been a long time since I've seen the second one. The second one's like more of a like traditional story, right? Yeah, because they like were live action adventure. Well, that one's got a bunch of villains in it, right? That's got the uh, underwater guy. But yeah, the monsters are unleashed in the second <laughs> film. Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed. Scooby Doo Two: The Squeakwall. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby Doo Two: Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Uh, yeah, no, and that one is like way more kid friendly too because uh, they didn't go into it making basically a PG thirteen parody film. It was actually mm-hmm. for kids from the word go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I, I never found uh, Scrappy, like, annoying from the cartoons, really. I guess as a kid, I just thought he was kind of funny. And uh, and even, like, some of the scenes in this movie, I thought he was funny. But it's I, he just gets, like, ridiculous at the end. Mr. Mondavarius, the guy that they were originally going to have play him before they went to Rowan Atkinson for it was uh, Tim Curry. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. And you want to know why he turned down the role, even though he's a Scooby-Doo fan? He he hates Scrappy. <laughs> that's that's the. It's like, dude, you got like like accomplished A list wow, celebrities hating on this character. This is not fair to the little guy. Oh man, that's a true fan right there. Oh boy, dude, <laughs> to turn down a role like that Ugh. just because you hate one little part of it. Yeah, I mean he's the villain, so you should be able to hate him. Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh boy, yeah. Uh, Daphne never got kidnapped that much in the original show. Fred, yeah. Fred wasn't a jerk, but uh, like again, it's kind of like a parody film. Uh, on the topic of what Jeremy said, I feel like we've gone long enough without discussing the climactic twist of the film, mm-hmm. and it's and it's that uh, Mr. Bean was a robot the entire time. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that was a big twist for me. As a kid, yep, I I would never have guessed it was Scrappy Doo all along. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> and and Scrappy comes out, and then he starts hulking out. Yeah. <laughs> he turns <Yeah>. gigantic, <laughs> and uh, and it's like, oh, it's like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Okay, <laughs> Scrappy Doo has the. It's like, no, Scrappy, stop! You're letting the forces of the devil overtake your soul. Stop, Scrappy, <laughs> come back. <laughs> No reason, That's crappy. Yeah, no reason to freak out like a jerk and try to kill all humanity. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, and then oh yeah, another another line that uh, stuck with me ever since I was a little kid was, "Hey man, what? You're a bad puppy!" <laughs> like it sticks him <laughs> at the thing and sucks out the souls. Uh, and he's not even a puppy in this movie. He's got a glandular problem. No, your mom eats cat poop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, even Shaggy and Scooby fight sometimes in this film. You can't do that to my boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Everyone else was splitting up, and they tried to introduce Mary Jane and split them up. Yeah. 
<laughs> then Scooby Scooby calls him whipped at one point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Whip. gosh. Yeah. No, I still I still love this movie. No, like I I mean rewatching it, it's still fun. Definitely watching it again, I was just like, yeah, this is not a good movie. <laughs> I don't think I ever thought it was, but. <laughs> But I, I, I don't know. There's still just a lot of nostalgic for a lot of nostalgia for the for this one specifically. Yeah. Maybe it's because I came from like a religious upbringing, but seeing people's souls outside of their body freaked mm-hmm. me out when I was yeah. a, when I was but a wee lad. It's <laughs> like I was like, wait, that can happen? Can that happen to me? <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't you see Freaky Friday? Uh, oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah it, it happens quite a lot more more often than you would think yeah um i was gonna say you you mentioned it earlier but like the uh mystery incorporated show um i think that movie or that show does like what this movie was trying to do but like better because like it's still like it definitely like recognizes some of the tropes of like scooby-doo and it's kind of meta in some of the humor but at the yeah. same time it like is still like an homage to it and it's like trying to do it right and it's adding like something new i guess to the franchise which is it, cool. it yeah it does it does it has this whole like interconnected story like they kind of do a gravity falls kind of thing where mm-hmm. there's 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 like there's a myth arc there's a bunch of lore uh scooby uh scooby-doo may or may not be a lovecraftian-esque reincarnation of previous talking animals <laughs> destined to destroy the world but you didn't hear that from me <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it gets that that show gets wild. Another plug for it. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I never watched any of the live action Scooby Doo's that weren't like this original cast. Like mm-hmm. I just knew they were. I could tell the animation of Scooby was just getting worse and worse. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I'm not yeah. gonna watch that. I don't know if yeah. you've seen any of those, but. It, they look bad. Yeah, I if if you like go and look at all the incarnations of th- this franchise, just bobs and weaves. Mm-hmm. Um, like whether or not it's on television, like if they're airing new stuff, and the quality just always seems to vary. Um, the one constant I will say is is to this day they make a direct to video film like every year since mm-hmm. 1998 they're, they're still yeah. going i mean you just brought it up earlier they had scooby-doo meets the wwe like they had yeah i think i think john that, cena's in that yeah as yeah. john cena <laughs> uh they had uh they had scooby-doo meet uh, elvira mistress of the dark like that one <laughs> yeah. yeah Ooh. i know there's a kiss one like they meet the band. Yes, Kiss. Uh, Scooby yeah. Scooby Doo and Kiss, rock and roll mystery. I, I think Kiss are like <laughs> they're, they they have like magic powers in that film. I don't know. Oh, they just did uh, Scooby Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, yeah, they I, just did. Yeah, they like just did that one like this year. That one that might be it, interesting, uh, actually. Yeah, no, huh. not gonna lie. That it, it, I mean, they kind of revived that character. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It was. Uh, uh, muriel's voice actress thea white it was actually her last performance before she passed away like she came back out oh, of retirement wow. to play muriel yeah Cur- uh, courage sounds exactly the same uh eustace was on his like fourth voice actor by that time but uh definitely uh it- check that one out it's got like a little bit of the modern scooby-doo cringe but if, if you get past that it's actually pretty fun they clearly right. it- it's a love letter to both shows mm-hmm. all right 
Oh, listen, listen to me go on. I knew more about Scooby Doo than I thought I did. Yeah, you really <laughs> yeah, came I'm, prepared. I'm popping off. No, I'm just <laughs> no, I'm just a loser. I promise. <laughs> you know, I was I was talking about weird foods earlier. Can I share with you a story? Please do. Of course, uh, of course, Bryce. A little, anytime. A, a little, a little Bridgman anecdote of your. Uh, <laughs> I was at. Uh, this is uh, again. I was very young. I, I was probably like five. I was at my grandparents' house with Robert, and inspired by Scooby Doo, I, I think Robert decided that he was going to make a. Uh, stop me if I did this story before, by the way, like last year. But Robert decided that he was going to make a chocolate sauce hot dog. So he, <laughs> so instead of instead of ketchup and mustard, he put chocolate sauce on the hot dog. He then ate it. I don't think he had a good time with that one. <laughs> Looks yeah. like ketchup, dude. It comes out of a bottle. It's liquidy. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of, uh, I got another story. Back-to-back stories. Uh, okay. If I may. <laughs> another, oh, you may. This movie, this movie came in clutch. This movie saved me one time uh, because uh, it's another me and Robert story. We were at Tijuana Flats. <laughs> we were at Tijuana and Robert Flats. is your older brother. Yes. For those who for, don't know. For, for context. He's, he's my Jonathan. um uh, me and robert were at tijuana flats and at one point because they got like a hot sauce bar so we got like a bunch of them and he had like a bunch of it a bunch of different ones and all these different cups and he wanted me to try one he's like hey hey, bro try this one i'm like all right Uh, and i tried it and my mouth started burning and i'm freaking out it's like because it was really hot dude and yeah and I'm a, and I'm a sensitive little guy, so I, I didn't know what I was gonna do. Um, and then I remembered, wait a minute, wait a minute. There was that scene in Scooby Doo where he had the peppers, and then he poured ketchup on his tongue. So then I took, oh, no. so then I took the ketchup and I put, yeah, and I put it on my tongue. And dude, it worked. Yeah, it worked. That's still gross. I, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> well, there's a lot of sugar in ketchup, so I guess that like sugar is what helps you uh helps yeah, relieve because uh water if you ever uh pro tip for everybody at home if you ever have something spicy get some dairy inside you drink some milk that's what helps mm-hmm. milk and pepto-bismol because it's if it doesn't hurt as much coming in it's gonna hurt a lot going out later you know what i mean <laughs> uh yeah uh but and don't, then after don't... that you and robert had a a, a burping competition <laughs> <laughs> no we, we didn't do that i promise uh <laughs> I think we did solve a couple mysteries, though. Yeah, no, I think about it. It's like we were, we were like in an Impala. We were like avenging mom. And wait, no, that's a different show. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Jonathan, did you ever have any shaggy style snacks? Shaggy style snacks. Like weird combinations of foods. Well, there was the one time. I made I, I made you make a interesting type of sandwich. I think we've mentioned <laughs> this before. Yeah, but I tried to convince Jeremy that a peanut butter and ham sandwich was <laughs> delicious. So I, I he he went into the kitchen and made it, and I was just like he was like, "Is this what I do? Is this what I put on?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it." And I just watched him make the sandwich, and then he ate it, and he did not have a good time either. <laughs> well, I was like, "That you think that's good? Ew." <laughs> He yeah. pranked me pretty good. He probably oh. kept eating it just because he was like, ah, "I want to look cool in front of my older brother." Well, yeah, yeah. This isn't jokes me on you. I that led me to like all of disgusting, weird combinations of foods because I will do. I will try anything once. 
I, I had peanut butter and tuna one time. Like I, I made that, and you want to know something? Tasted like Thai food. Not that bad. Yeah, not that bad. Not that bad. Um. So one time when I was in third grade, I pr- I'm sure I've told this story before. Um, but we had spaghetti for hot lunch. Um, and we'd get a chocolate chip cookie with our spaghetti. And one time I went to the bathroom and my friend, uh, crumbled up my chocolate chip cookie in my spaghetti. Oh no. Stirred it around. And I, uh, came back and I was like, who stole my cookie? And they said, nobody. (laughs) And I was like, fine, whatever. And I ate it and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good though. I mean, it's not that bad. So I like convinced them to try it. And then for the rest of the year we all did that. Oh my god. You started on spaghetti a, day. Oh, you started a new trend. You got Yeah. Um well like so tomato and chocolate goes really good together for some reason. Like try it in chili, it's good that way. Just chocolate chip cookie in a chili. It sounds disgusting. It's a but dessert the sweetness. Chili. Well, no, it's just regular chili. Yeah. I, I I can't judge honestly. Did you guys have you guys um, ever seen? There was this one. Uh, oh, sorry, were you gonna say something? I was just gonna say the um, acidity of the tomato balances out the sweetness of the chocolate, and it's really it's a good combination. I'm just going ratatouille on here, but yeah, yeah, I love it. I, I that's the one weird combination I will still stand by. You uh, you got to be able to experiment with like different ingredients to try to get new flavor profiles or else i don't know we would never have the cuisines that we know of these days i mean uh i remember i was watching uh this is one time uh i was at college i was at, i was in the gym and on one of the televisions they were playing uh guy fieri's grocery games oh, and i was yeah. like and i was like all right let's see what's going on here uh, well honestly good show and whatever food doesn't get used i hear that they like donate to charities and stuff so like good on you you know i love guy fieri so much he's the mayor of flavor town how can we actually went to um when i was in fairbanks in alaska the um we accidentally like ended up going to all of the restaurants that he approves nice (laughs) like every restaurant we went to there's a picture of him on on the wall (laughs) (laughs) apparently he's like best friends with one of the owners up there but he's to the chef and he's like that's gangster yeah dude he, he was your spirit animal he was guiding you <laughs> great yeah what was i saying oh yeah, yeah he's so, my spirit animal from brother bear yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you have a little you know what are the, you have like a little guy fury necklace and it's like he will be your guy it's my totem yeah yeah <laughs> <A> flavor town <laughs> yeah <laughs> your flavor totem. i'm editing that that's gonna be a meme yeah <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, no, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so I was watching Guy Fieri's grocery games, and he had this, like, one thing where uh, the what he would do is he would spin a wheel, and whatever two things they would land on were the ingredients that they had to work with. Like, they had to put this in the dish. Mm-hmm. And I think what they ended up getting was, like, beef and grape jelly and i'm like i'm like someone needs to stop guy fieri someone needs to stop him and then i but then i thought about it and because they started making like these really clever dishes out of it like they started putting the the grape jelly into sauce and and uh Mm -hmm. i'm uh i'm getting hungry (laughs) (laughs) our aunt actually makes barbecue meatballs and she puts um grape jelly in her meatballs and it's actually really good so I recently, um, I, I started trying to cook because I, I wanted to learn like how to do it, like get more into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I because I, I gotta tell you, man, someday I'm gonna be perfect house husband material. But what I ended hey. up doing was, yeah, what I ended up doing was, uh, there's, uh, I, I was using this isn't sponsored by the way, but I was using HelloFresh. Uh, who knows? Maybe you could, maybe you could get a sponsorship if you don't cut that part out. But, um, <laughs> I, I was like using the service where I order in food. And like what they gave you like guides on how exactly to cook these dishes it was basically like import cookbooks with ingredients and everything. And I made like this one, uh, well, I, th- I think it was like, like, oh, what was it? It, it? it was like the specific, uh, like breaded chicken with like an apple salad or something on the side. Like, dude, I could, I could marry pecan. myself. Yeah, it was, pecan yeah, yeah, that's what it chicken. was. That what it was, it was, it was, it was like pecan like and breaded honey. chicken yeah with like some with like honey dijon mustard mm. and, and like this apple salad on the side dude i fell in love with myself that night like that's the kind of <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that's gourmet my friend that's the kind of stuff you gotta hey. be having ladies listen up rice bridgman <laughs> bachelor in paradise let me mm-hmm. tell you something if, if if you like if you like bizarrely pale floridian men who resemble ogres then i'm your man <laughs> hey hey you got a hello fresh subscription out of it too so yeah <laughs> i was look i was gonna say i looked up the um roger ebert review of this movie roger oh, ebert. Oh boy. let's see he gave it one out of four stars stating the film exists in a closed universe and the rest of us are aliens <laughs> the internet was invented so that you could find someone else's review of scooby-doo start surfing <laughs> he's basically like it's bad and i'm not even gonna tell you anymore <laughs> I, just i wash my hands of the ordeal be gone with you wow. that's, that's honestly not his worst review yeah <laughs> I, I kind of agree he's like look if you're if you enjoyed scooby-doo like don't come to me you know you don't go to Bryce yeah. Bridgman for your for your reviews and commentary of the scooby-doo if you enjoyed franchise. Scooby-Doo, you're a freak and I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Bryce, do you have any final thoughts on Scooby-Doo? <clears throat> final thoughts. Uh, From 2002. Yeah, Scooby-Doo 2002. Uh, yeah, okay, final thoughts. Uh, Scooby-Dooby-Doo <laughs> 2002. Yeah. Uh, Scooby-Doo 2002 makes me woohoo. <laughs> There you have it. Yeah. Tune in right. a year from now when we do Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Yeah, we'll have to do that, yeah. <laughs> is Bryce calling dibs on Scooby-Doo 2? I think he I, is. I've been, I predestined us. All right. <laughs> Literally any other movie, though, that you want to. I think, I think this, I think the, I think we're going to have to call for a, a bi-annual um, Bryce Bridgman appearance on the show yeah don't mind if i do if the audience isn't sick of me it's been way too long (laughs) well he he did he did join us for the staple bracket can't forget you did but you did that yes i did i called in for that one i remember Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was fun you know um jeremy you're like if you want to see any other movie you're like on your hands and knees with tears in your eyes begging please not monsters unleashed anything but that one not scooby-doo 2 there are more foreign jokes i don't want to see that the cgi is just as bad like i'm totally zoinked out (laughs) anything but that yeah oh if you want i have one more scooby-doo recommendation for everybody for all the listeners to the jones 
amongst me to the clowns to the left of me and the Jones to the right. Let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, here I am stuck in the middle with you. I got one more recommendation for Scooby-Doo. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. It's called the Scooby-Doo Project. Have you guys ever heard of this? No. So uh, this was like a series of Cartoon Network bumpers that they did. Like this is when Cartoon Network was fun. They had like a series of, <laughs> of, of bumpers where they uh, they had like live action footage and then like edited in the, the Scooby-Doo characters like onto the mm-hmm. camera scenes. Uh, yeah. And they, they did like a whole... Uh, around 20 minute parody of Blair Witch Project, except with the, <laughs> yes, except with the Scooby gang. And it, it's incredible. Okay. Like definitely check it out. <laughs> that sounds great. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I could go into it, but I'd be, I'd be spoiling it. Like just it, it, like, even if you don't want to watch it, I put like tur- turn on YouTube TV, put it on in the background while you're like vacuuming your room or something. I don't know. Just, just All have right. a good time. It's Halloween. <laughs> Loosen up people. <laughs> loosen up or spook it up yeah let that ghost out of out of that flesh cage it's stuck in let it go to the haunted mansion <laughs> on the hill let's have a party uh yeah we'll put the we'll put that link in the show notes for sure yeah please do yeah i don't have any other final thoughts really i think we pretty much covered it i, I was gonna mention at least for my final thoughts the music real quick did you notice that uh, one of our favorite punk bands, MXPX, did the theme song for the movie? You're right. I thought that was him. <laughs> Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We got some things to do now. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come Scooby Doo, I see you. Pretending you got slipper. So they did it, and then there's also there's like a, a, a simple playing song in here. When they're on the plane. Yeah, I don't want to be told to grow up. That one. Of- oh, yeah, because like <laughs> the first establishing shot in the plane was two punks looking out the window. Yeah. <laughs> like with like blue hair. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, other than yeah, that, yeah. there's a... Uh, I'm just looking at the, the soundtrack. We've got Shaggy. We've got Uncle Shaggy. Cracker. Of course, you have to have Shaggy in Baja, Scooby-Doo. Man. Yeah. <laughs> dude yeah, a bunch of these a bunch of these musical groups agreed to do songs for this film because uh singing the word scooby-doo is really fun that's so it's what they said yeah. scooby-doo dude, where, yeah, where are, are the... you <laughs> scooby-doo it's fun Wait, it? where are you <laughs> uh, you gotta do your good tom DeLong impression these where are, the... are you that's a good one <laughs> thank uh, you <laughs> the, no like all of these are the most 2002 artists oh definitely fans definitely sugar ray sugar ray gets the cameo in the movie too which is cool oh boy <laughs> oh man you really <laughs> underestimate the amount of sugar ray songs in kids movies in the early 2000s yeah, yeah. this mean, movie this he's movie got some bops yeah it, this Dude. movie is just drenched with early 2000 it it yeah it takes me yeah. back well, thank you, Bryce, for coming on the show. Yeah. It's been a blast, as always. You are you graced us with your presence and your amazing voice. I braced you with my presence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a question for you before you go. What are you planning on dressing up for Halloween this year? Ooh, that, <gasps> that is a good question. You know what? Yeah. 
Oh man, I, I I should I should have like had an answer in my back pocket for this one. I don't know. I might. Uh, I haven't figured it out either. Yeah, I mean, I it's might, coming I, up pretty soon here. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I'm gonna like shut myself in and play Luigi's Mansion. I think. Okay. <laughs> this year, uh, that might be what I end. You should listen to the to the Scooby Doo soundtrack while you're playing Luigi's Mansion. I feel uh, like it would pair well. You're implying I don't already have that saved in my back pocket on a playlist <laughs> ready to go at any given moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll definitely have you on again for another another movie sometime plus we got to get you back on for the the staple bracket we're coming to the end of the year so yeah yeah you know this one's gonna be a toughie we're so gonna have to see how you defend scooby-doo against oh some boy. of the other movies we, oh boy we've covered. okay <laughs> um <laughs> i uh i'm gonna i'm gonna quote my little brother he said something similar once uh i like this film I don't know if I like it enough to defend it in an argument. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, have me on. We talk about we talk about staples, we talk about the staple bracket, we go behind the staples and break bottles in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bryce, did you I, I don't I, I it's been so long, I guess I can't even remember, but did you coin the term stapliest? Or did I tell you to say that? Because I listened to our episode earlier today. I don't did, did I because that's become a thing I don't know if you said it or whatever uh, it, it's like um I want to think I'm that creative but I also don't want to take credit for something I didn't do uh if you're you're asking me to remember my own conversations and that's asking too well, much yeah. out of me if I invented it then I don't even know yeah we'll, we'll, we'll look into it we'll, we'll have to I, throw I'm, this one out it. to the listeners if if you're a listener and you're you're going through our back catalog let us know where the first <laughs> instance of stapliest was <laughs> Um, comb, comb the archives do not sleep do not eat until you found where it was first the first instance of stapliest all right i beseech you do not get up from your chair and figure out where it was located <laughs> oh man so jeremy next week it's going to be your turn to pick the movie got any hints all for right us? i do uh this is a movie that i was actually reminded of today at work and i was just like okay this is it we're gonna watch this so Next week, we'll be watching this, and here's a clip. This is called a training circle, the master's wheel. This circle will be your world, your whole life. Till I tell you otherwise, there is nothing outside of it. Captain Love is... There is nothing outside of it. Captain Love does not exist until I say he exists. As your skill with the sword improves, you will progress to a smaller circle. With each new circle, your world contracts, bringing you that much closer to your adversary, that much closer to retribution. I like that part. Bryce, this is normally the time where I say who did our artwork, but um, you're the one who's done that, so you want to plug yourself? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you like the artwork on this show, uh, I don't know why you would, but if you did, you can find me at Groovy Bridge on Instagram, uh, also on Twitter, on DeviantArt, uh, on OKCupid. Okay hey, shameless <laughs> no, plug right there. No, 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 not that one. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and you can also check out my entire portfolio at BryceBridgman.com. That's right. Ooh. I got a whole website. Ooh. We might have to start plugging the, the actual website now. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, please do. It, it's got, like, all of the works that I'm not that ashamed of. That's awesome. The stuff that I, I deem that's worth showing, uh, it's all right there, including my thesis project, if anyone wants to check that out. Yeah, and feel free. And if you have any uh, any any requests, any commissions, uh, feel free to message me. I promise I will respond uh, way later because my attention span is terrible. But if I get to you, <laughs> if I get to you, I'll get to you. Quit nagging me. <laughs> so, also, if you want to find us on Instagram, you can find us at Inside Quotes Cast. Go ahead and give us a follow. If you if you're listening to the show and you haven't followed us, and you have an Instagram. Just go follow us. Come on. I'm only going to say this once. <laughs> if you don't follow them, I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> and, I, and I might have to do something I don't want to do. <laughs> and also, if you want to support the show in any way and support Bryce's artwork, go ahead and go on to our website, our Public website, and we've got merch for sale. We've got hoodies for the sweater weather. We've got crew neck sweatshirts. We've got t-shirts, long sleeves. We've got stickers and maybe a a mystery item in the future for the holidays a mystery item you say could it be an authentic jeremy and johnny plush uh no probably just like a mug okay (laughs) a signed copy of scooby-doo on dvd by us (laughs) signed by people that had nothing to do with the movie and if you like this podcast feel free to go over to apple podcast and leave a rating preferably one that isn't one star but I'll leave that to your discretion. Five-star review, and we'll send you a Scooby Snacks. Ooh. <laughs> our, our, old, our old expired Scooby Snacks. From 2002. Well, thank you to Bryce again for coming on the show. And thank you, listener, for listening to us. We hope you enjoyed listening to us revisit our childhood just as much as we have. And if you did, make sure you hit subscribe or follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so that you don't miss out on a future episode. Until then, we'll see you next time on Inside Quotes. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Scooby-Dooby-Doo! Oh, that was a good one. We're using that. (laughs) Thank you. So, Jeremy, uh, next week it's going to be your turn to pick the movie. Got any hints for us this this time? Yeah. So, this is a movie that I have been. I didn't. Is today. Dude, Jeremy just Jeremy just glitched out. He just had a stroke <laughs> right in front of us. Dude, uh, dude keep that. Dude, keep that, please. On the <laughs> oh my goodness! I was it like, gl- I, I was, glitched. Yeah, I was half expecting you to start like clutching your chest and re- reeling over. I was like, <laughs>
Like oh, never cracker. Oh. Falling over in the yard. <laughs> oh man. And then he starts no. and then his spirit inhabits the house you're living in. 